All right, leading us off today, it's going to be Cannon Lima saying the Browns are currently at a crossroads. Will it be worse than the Baker Wars? Will it be worse than any other quarterback that we've ever had before because they drafted that quarterback? Or people more than willing to come to the truth that they came to back last Sunday when they booed the guy in the third quarter? Because they booed him, you were there, Tone, you were the eyewitness, and so were plenty of callers. I don't think it's going to be worse than that because there was another side. There's not another side here. You either play well or this thing goes in the gutter and we blame you. One of the two things are going to happen. Either you go out and win, or we just continue this long slog to the cemetery where we either find out the good good Lord gives us some brownie points because we were Browns fans, or the lights actually do go out and we find out we've wasted our entire lives doing this. It might be September 19th. It is only the day after week two. Folks, they are at a crossroads. I mean, the difference, obviously, Kenny, in the comparison you made with a former quarterback, which I know you didn't go out of your way to to mention him. He is 2-0. Obviously, our mentions are all about him. Is I'm not looking at that. I don't care. Anybody can. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go. Is that that quarterback built up. He built up some faith by, by the fans. They saw him as a rookie overcome obstacles, coaching, get out on the field, win games, then go to the playoffs, then win a playoff game on the road in that same city where the two games we've seen Deshaun Watson, I think he's been sacked now 13 times in two games, and he's been hit, I don't know, 35 times in the two games. He, he has no idea how to go through his reads. He has no idea how to read a defense right at the line of scrimmage. He has no idea when even the other defense is telegraphing blitzes, uh, he, he's not going to call it off. He's not going to change the play. He's not going to do that. He's just going to sit there, run around, and throw inaccurately down the field, unfortunately. So uh, Deshaun hasn't done that. It's been eight games, and eight games at no point has he looked like a great quarterback. Not even close. Ooh, the Baker calls are going to be really interesting if this continues to go down this road. I don't believe it will, but it's going to get really interesting. Lima is right. We watched Baker out of the gate that Thursday night game against the Jets. One of the greatest games a lot of us have seen in our lifetimes in watching the Browns, right? Obviously, you guys have gone through way more games than I have. But in the seven years I've been here, and I went through one in 31, I don't remember a game like that one. I really don't. Where he just came in and then like a thief in the night, because it was a night game even, just stole that game. We haven't seen Deshaun Watson have one of those. Not one of those where we can emphatically say he was the reason why. The reason why they got that W. Haven't seen that yet. Need to see that soon. Next up, Nick and Dustin go over Dustin's rough night. I nearly got kicked out of the house last night and um, may have severed my bank account quite a bit last night because I thought the Browns were a lot to win that game. And by the way, they should have won the game. The, well, yes, um, they, they should have won the game multiple times I, over. I think the Browns, only the Browns, can be the ones that can make me quit gambling. Like, okay, I, think so I think I'm done. I that, think I'm done. That actually is a silver lining in all of this. If all of a sudden... They may like, save me some money. If, if they reform Dustin Fox, if they're the one that broke the wild bear... I am bear a degenerate gambler, and yeah. last night may have turned me into a sober gambler. Well, and any of the overs that Which hit, means never again. <laughs> <laughs> any of the overs that did hit were like no. the meekest. Like the over 199.5 for Deshaun passing yards. You can't even celebrate it. Bro, I drank like a, a gallon of vodka after Nick Chubb tore his ACL and every other ligament he has in his knee and every bone he has in his knee. And to be honest with you, 
Browns are up three points going to the fourth quarter. I'm on the couch. I literally passed out. Had to wake up and watch it back. So right around the time Nick Chubb uh, tore his knee up, yep. uh, Vanessa woke up from oh. her slumber because she had fallen asleep on the couch and decided she just wanted to, like, talk. And, like, I am emotionally crippled at this point. I have nothing to offer. I am I'm shut down. I am, I'm seething because of Kevin Stefanski's play calling. And Deshaun Watson, apparently completely, the monster stole his power. He has no idea how to be a friggin' quarterback in the NFL anymore. No, he doesn't. And she's like, what you doing? Oh, she she gave you one of those. Yeah, you, she gave you. Yeah. What you doing? Yeah, you you want to go upstairs? No, no, I want to sit in my my anger. I want to be cloaked in my rage, yeah. and I want to hate that, myself all. and every decision I've ever made. Where'd you sleep last night? Oh, I slept in my bed. Okay, you know where yeah. I slept? Where on the couch? You know what? The Browns should have the entire. Okay, not you know the entire. Why? Because I didn't deserve the bed last night. Yeah, it's tough. I thought I had a bad night. That sounds sleeping on the couch, like punishing yourself for the Browns' woes in that one, because yeah, of the gambling. But you know, hey, still it happened. That's tough. That is tough. Our right, next up, Baskin and Phelps and the Nick Chubb injury. How many times I've said on this air, he's the jersey I would buy my kid. He'll so be, he'll be twenty-eight in late December, Andy, and that means you know if he's able to come back next year at the start of the season, he starts the season at twenty-eight. Will be twenty nine when it closes. I don't know. Let's see what the surgery looks like. Exactly. It's gonna be. I that, mean, well, that's assuming he's even able to come back. And, and that's also with a contract that pays what? Eleven million, eleven point seven, and it's a team option. I hate to even think about that, but we already. I mean, Andy, it's the reality of the NFL. You think the Browns are going to pick up their option on that? I. I, I know you sit here I guess today it just and, depends on how the surgery goes, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe they get in there and it's just you know, just an ACL. And I say that as that's, that might be best-case scenario. Right. Yeah, expensive team option. Nick Chubb obviously has shown his value to this team over and over and over again. They're going to be at a crossroads. Interesting decision they're going to have to make. Do you give the benefit of the doubt to what is going to go down as a legend to the team and the franchise? And do you bring them back? I'm curious. I, I I think a lot of that will depend on what happens in the next 15 games. Next 15 games will tell a lot of the uh, trade Nick Chubb crowd. You know that crowd? It'll tell them a lot about what they were asking for and whether they were right or whether they were wrong in that line of thinking. Next up, Ken and Anthony have a return of Fat Lock. Mike Florio, what he said about Sean Watson making contact. Oh, yeah, you got that tweet ready? Yeah, he's, go. uh, he says they'll be reviewing that today. Um, on the possibility of Deshaun Watson's two blatant face mask fouls and his shove of an official possibly resulting in a suspension. Oh, come on. Source says this, all plays will be evaluated and assessed today. Go figure. He gets suspended. Go figure. You he ain't getting suspended for that. He ain't getting suspended. Oh, really? Mike. Oh, really? Mike. Fat, if Fat Lock's got to put the jacket back on and go back in the court, you know, I need some smiling. Let's go. You know what they say about Cleveland? It's a big, small town, and we know everybody's business, bedroom to bedroom. And if I got to walk through that courtroom and say, case dismissed, you better bet your ass I'm going to do it. I'm a heavy person, so I kind of bound when I walk quickly. The Jackie Gleason type saunter. Suspend him for face masking? What are we and doing? And for contacting oh, an official. stop. 
Yeah, I'm which, Fat Lock and he's Barty Fife. Which I, you and, better knock it off, Mike. I, I did not think shows. I did not think that was a big deal at all. No, people tried to make it a big deal. Obviously, the NFL came out today and said not a big deal in this slightest bit. Fat Lock wins another case. <laughs> Nick and Dustin on Jedrick Wills. Does Jedrick Wills want to be a a truly great player, or does he is he just happy getting paid? And I said that earlier, and and I just think it's, listen, I don't think there's a physical reason for Jed to play the way that he has. And he is, I've used this word about three times now, he is antithetical to the kind of player we get behind. Cleveland will will support the, uh, what is it, the the pierogi prince of Parma, Jamie Meter, who we all know. I've not forgotten. He got us the dub. We we will support Brian Schaefering. We'll support Matthew Delamadova. RG3 must thank him. Like, we, we'll support guys who physically are are maybe a little limited, but they put their heart and soul on the field at every single point. Yeah. And that's the opposite of what seems to happen with Jedrick. And there is no excuse. Like, guys, I don't know James Hudson would be a better left tackle than Jedrick Wills. I just know that a fourth-round pick would go in there and play his ass off where a, a former top 10 pick seems to be lollygagging on any given play. And whether it is mental lapses, whether it is want, whether it is desire. And I guys, I don't think it's a coincidence that Jedrick Wills just got the big money guarantee of the fifth year option in the NFL and is coincidentally off to his worst start in his NFL career. Yeah, that's, you know, too many people, the keyboard warriors didn't bring up that last part that Nick hit on right there. And that's the part that I think I want to zero in on as well. The Jack Conklin deal was awful by Andrew Barry. The Jedrick Wills deal made just a mere months ago is going to be going down as one of the worst deals he's ever made. How do you give that man guaranteed money the way that he did? How do you make not only this year but also next year 100% guaranteed for Jedrick Wills? How do you do that? Because you got no out now. You either are paying him to sit or you're, you're playing him to be a turnstile. You're playing him to be a traffic cone. It is a... I, I give Andrew Barry a bunch of credit, but we talk about the misses. These are the type of things that we need to focus on. Giving Conklin an extension when he didn't need it, and then guaranteeing Jed, Jedrick Wills for the next two years when anybody that has gone to any practice knows, and I know he did this before the practices, but you saw Miles Garrett, and we've had enough years of Jedrick Wills of wondering whether he is or isn't a good player. Too many times. We'll get to this a little bit later on.